That would get rid of the wallpaper. It's a He's controlled right. burn, baby. <laughs> Until it's an auto control burn. Yeah. All right, cool. Let's move on to the show. Uh, we the have a. <laughs> we're not talking about arson or anything. Um, oh shit. We have a. <clears throat> yeah, we actually have um, some things in here that I completely forgot were happening. So it was pretty pretty good to you know jump in there and uh, you know see what some you know some of these things that I might have missed throughout the week was. But we're gonna bring them all to you uh, first. If you guys get the chance. Head over to facebook.com backslash Mammoth Games Inc. Check out all the top news and video game stuff there as well. Follow us on Twitter at Mammoth Games Inc. So you know we go live and do stuff just like this. But before we get into any of the news, let's jump into the monthlies. Um, before we jump into the monthlies, cool. I am glad you have the document pulled up because I have this new mouse and apparently I accidentally hit a button and I just fucking cracked <laughs> out with a bunch of shit. <laughs> you gotta set up those hotkeys. They'll get you. More like so I hope you all turned your uh, clocks back an hour because Xbox has taken us back to the uh, spicy year of 1996 for our fucking free games this month. <laughs> I mean, we are looking at let's see what we got here. Over, I mean, pretty weak month overall. I think there's <laughs> literally one interesting thing in here. Yeah, if you guys go right now, you can download the original Full Spectrum <gasps> Warrior. Yeah. Mother That's the one I was talking about, of God. course. Uh, the original Xbox... I don't even know how to refer to such a thing anymore. Um, you can't call it the Xbox One. No, you can, certainly can't. They took that from us. Yeah. So. This is awful. Like you said, Full Spectrum Warrior available from the 1st to the 15th. Only 15 days to grab that hot ticket item. you got to sprint for that one. Yeah. Um, the sleep. other uh, throwback game is the 360 Lego Indiana Jones. And, uh, yeah. But sure yeah. is a game. <laughs> Do you remember how many copies of those we had in store? Seven hundred million, because they were they were sold in that pair with like a lot of the uh, three hundred and sixty arcades Kung or whatever. Fu, it was Kung Fu Panda and Lego Indiana yep. Jones. Yep, so many. And that I sold a, so many of those. About fifteen million of them is how many we had. Um, so yeah, November first to thirtieth on the Xbox One. You and can get, you can't just uh, stay on Xbox One anymore. On the uh, uh, the uh, you can't. <laughs> All these are gonna play on the Series X and Series S as well. Fucking dog shit. These are just Xbox Origami now. Shadow Edition, not Origami. You mean I folded? There's no paper birds in this one that I know of. Origami. It's like a uh, I don't know. It's kind of like Mark of the Ninja or whatever, right? Sure. Anybody? No. Not me. Uh. Huh. This next no. one looks intriguing. Oh yeah, this is the one I was talking about. <laughs> Said that about every single one of them. Swim Sanity. Unleash bitch. the insanity. Team up with four friends and deploy a variety of unique power-ups and weapons or battle it out against each other to be the last MOOBA standing. It doesn't actually say what this is. In it's any way. It's a dumb indie party game that no one's going to play. Yeah, it's a dumb indie party game that no one's going to play. It seems like one of the quests you would get in Fusion Frenzy. <laughs> So the, Folks, the, it's a shitty month. The best part of that is Microsoft made that announcement after Sony did theirs. So, yeah, dude, they had like a they had like a called game, and they were like, "Oh, it's like that, is it?" Yeah, well, it looks like balls <laughs> in your court. What I've are you gonna do? I don't know. Full spectrum warrior shoot? in my back pocket. Jesus Christ! Sony had a big news week last week, though. Um, they did. 
beginning of the week, it was like Monday or Tuesday, um, Sony came out and said, hey guys, Destruction All-Stars is now going to be a launch title. Yeah. We're just going to make it a PlayStation Plus free title instead in February. And it's like, yeah, February, March, right? So, like, suddenly Sony set a small little sample out there. It said, hey guys, one of the $70 games we were going to have at launch is now going to be mm-hmm. a free game in February because we have to delay it. Okay, yeah. that's cool. I'm way more hyped for that game now. And then Sony came out and gave their PlayStation Plus November games. Which are amazing, by the way. Jesus. So we get Shadow of War for PS4. Uh, we Good get game. Hollow Knight, the Void Heart edition. Hollow Knight's fucking amazing if no one's yeah. ever played it. Yeah, I haven't played Hollow Knight yet, so I'm probably going to dip it's in It's super goddamn good. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. then, crazy enough, PS5 exclusive, day of launch. <laughs> Guys, we're fucking getting it? it. We're going to fucking have Bug Snacks. <gasps> talking bug snacks. Talking about bug snacks. That's amazing. Like that. So that's huge for uh, young horses, right? Is yes. That what they're called. Yep. Pretty sure that's right. Um. So obviously, this is the much acclaimed uh, Octodad follow-up we've all been waiting for. Yeah. And it, like huge no for them, they're going to get a massive market. Is surprised by how hyped this is for us. Yeah. Yeah, uh, you know, the publisher, you know, we, we speak with them, uh, I speak with them pretty regularly, and, um, nice. you know, they've been flowing us free games since the beginning of us pretty much getting free games. Um, and they were really cagey with this one. They were like, yeah. no, I don't think so. And I was just like, why would that be? And then, you know, they're like, oh, it's coming free for everyone on PS5. And I was like, that makes sense. And then they were like, mm-hmm. oh, by the way, if you do want an early copy on, like, PS4 or something... Here, Fucking like, PlayStation Vita. Just send us an email. And I was like, yeah. all right. So, sent that off waiting to hear back. So, hopefully we'll have some news on um, the, you know, like an early copy of this um, for... But like, guys, how crazy is this? Just to get a good idea. Two straight-up PS5 games mm-hmm. are free for Plus members. Yeah. Um, I mean, of course, Bugsnax is only going to be a $25 title. That's no big deal. Um, that's awesome. I mean, it's it's not that it's not a big deal. It's petty, whatever. But it's, it's not, like, unprecedented crazy. Yeah, it's 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 yeah. whatever. It's happened. But Destruction All-Stars, that's huge. Because I think that Sony is learning that for their games that involve multiplayer craziness like that, that if you mm-hmm. look back at Rocket League, which mm-hmm. launched as a PlayStation Plus free title, look how huge that game still is. If you look back on fucking the Fall Guys, I was going to say like Super Suicidal Jelly Beans, um, Fall Guys. That's it. <laughs> launched as free. That's the subtitle. Is still huge. Is making tons yeah. in extra like microtransaction shit. Well, I, I'm, I'm definitely uh, like applying that information to Bug Snacks. Just because people, like the lineup for, you know, the lineup for both, um, you know, both versions are like pretty solid um so with bug snacks i feel like a lot of people were sleeping on it they're like oh that looks fun it looks like something i'd be into but there's a lot of big things that i know that i'm going to play that i'm and this one might have been forgot so with that now you know we 100 percent know like unforgettable yeah this is like people are going to play this uh you know the people that weren't going to pick up the game they're going to be picking this up now. 
Um, yeah. Yeah. And it's huge. It looks it looks ridic- It's just it looks like just the right amount of ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and and there's one smaller edition we were going to talk about a little bit later, but I feel like if we're already talking about PlayStation Plus, we can mm-hmm. drop the news in there as well. Um, Sony also kind of ghost dropped a couple extra titles in the Plus collection. Yes. Um, which is that collection of games that everyone that has a PS5 with PlayStation Plus is going to get, and it's all those PS4 games. Um, we already knew a lot of awesome games were in there, but the other day, they just randomly decided to drop Black Ops 3 and Crash Bandicoot the Insane Trilogy into it as well. Yeah. That takes it to a full 20 titles. Yeah, and that, that feels like that feels like the, the magic number. For them, I don't think yeah. that we're going we're going to end up with anything else in there for launch, but that's cool. You know, twenty. This is giving me a chance to play some games that I didn't play originally. Um, like, uh, like I didn't end up playing like Days Gone, mm-hmm. and you know, to everyone's dismay, I didn't play Horizon either. So this is going to be my first jump into all of that, um, because I am excited. I, I'm excited to see that world. Infamous Second Son, though. Damn. Yeah, like, that gives Damn. us ten first-party games now. So we have Bloodborne, Days Gone, Detroit Become Human, God of War, Infamous Second Son, Ratchet and Clank, Last Guardian, Last of Us Remastered, Until Dawn, and Uncharted 4 and Thieves' End. Mm-hmm. But then it gives us a bunch of third-party titles, which are still fairly big. It Yeah, that's showing that a lot of third-parties are jumping, you know, jumping on that bandwagon, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, which I think was a little... You know, it was a little worrisome, I think, at first. Like, it, it was weird. I thought it was a little weird that um, they didn't put the Insane Trilogy in there. And then when they announced that, I was like, hmm, oh, that totally makes sense. And like, Sony's that seems already like got, something that should have been there. The Sony's already got partnerships with Activision like crazy, so I'm not super surprised about Crash. It feels at home there. Um, and a lot of these games are going to have optional DLC that you can still pick up, or there are just better versions of the games out now. But even if you treat these as, like, glorified demos to make you want to buy the better versions, they're still amazing. Like, Still really good, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Cool so, stuff. I mean, I was just speaking with someone. They're like, you know, we were looking at the um, lineup, and someone that I was speaking with said, you know, oh, no, I'm going to wait until there's some games to play on the new console. And I was like, what? <laughs> it's like, hold on. Wait. What? Because the, the, it has a pretty good lineup. It has a pretty big lineup. And a lot of those games that were... Um, you know, Some of those games that you were going to be expecting to play day one, sure, a few of them got pushed. But you know, even one of those titles that we already talked about, Destruction All-Stars, that some people were you know, definitely stoked about, I mean, it's getting pushed, but it's also going to be completely free to you. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it... Uh, I don't know. Pretty big, uh, pretty big news when it comes to um, PlayStation Plus. Looking it's at it, where we are now and where it's all going. All that stuff happened. Month. All that stuff happened right before Microsoft just decided to talk about their Xbox Live game, like games with gold. So it feels like Sony just like said some stuff and then dropped the mic, and then like Microsoft ran up to announce their games with gold and just picked up like a fucking cucumber and thought it was a microphone. <laughs> Well, this they just working? left the mic. Uh, they left the mic laying on the ground and just talked in the room. 
So you can just like barely hear it. <laughs> like this is, it, it. Are you guys getting really bad feedback or, like? Huh? But I mean, not to be outdone. Um, Games Pass is still, you know, probably the best deal in video games though. Like, nice. all in all. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's the, like, Xboxes seem to really just allow itself to lose the information war on the... Like, they're not super, like, coming out on, you know, what the console does and, like, the unboxing and talking about their games with gold and everything. They're just like, yeah, Game Pass speaks for itself. You know, 20 games, oh, that's cute. Yeah. And, and, you know what I mean? And don't get me wrong, Game Pass is, is awesome in a lot of ways. Yeah. My only qualm with Game Pass is that... Those most of those games are limited time on Game Pass, so if I get super deep into an awesome game, and then I feel the pressure that I have to beat it because I don't know when I'm going to lose it, I don't like that. That's true. That's true. I, like I'm one of that rare breed of gamers that gets severe anxiety just playing a game because I feel pressured. I stopped renting games ages ago because I hated the pressure of only having like four days to play through a game. Um, that's why I didn't take games home as an employee at GameStop is because I just didn't like the pressure of only having a few days to play it. I want to have as long as I need to to let that game collect dust in my backlog because I'm never actually going to touch it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, you are kind of a, a, a different breed when it comes to um, when it comes to like subscription-based gaming. Um, I, I do think it might serve some of those people better who pick up a, you know, uh, you know, pick up a game and they spend $60 on it and they play it for, you know, an hour. And then they're like, mm-hmm. I just don't have a, you know, time for this or whatever. Right. Um, right. That's really good for those. I don't know if it's as good for, for someone like you who, um, you know, has a plays every package. Final Fantasy game. And I am interested. I'm very interested in understanding just Johnny how you plan on attacking next gen because you know you always have this. Comes out. You always have this. Uh, you always have this um, like backlog of things, and you're just like, yeah, exactly. you know, I just won't end up playing it until you know I'm done with all of this. Uh, you know, these games until I'm done with this specific other thing that I'm doing. Um, does it just die? Like. Does all of the things that you were planning on playing, do they just get cut off and then you uh, just move on to next gen? Or, I mean, I'm still going to play through some old stuff. One thing I did the other day was I cleared up a lot of physical games I had laying around that I hadn't touched yet because I plan on either picking up the better versions of them, um, like the complete edition of Control, for example, um, mm-hmm. And then there's just games I ended up getting for free through other services that I don't see a need to keep physical copies of at home. Um, so I did take a lot of those in and unloaded them, um, trading them in towards some PS4 games, and more than paid for like two and a half of the games that I'm picking up. So yeah, um, nice, nice. A lot of it is stuff where I have a game on multiple platforms. Like I got rid of my Switch mm-hmm. copy of Final Fantasy XII because I just had to have it on Switch. That game is not playable in handheld mode, which is how I play my Switch. So, traded that bitch back in. Um, traded a lot of others back in, but I paid off my complete Spider-Man. Um, my Spider-Man games paid off. Um, I all I have enough to pay off my Demon Souls if I go digital or physical on that one. I'm just trying to decide what else I want to grab with it at this point. So, um, I'm still going to go through some of that older stuff. It's just a matter of when the time hits me. And uh, yeah, and I mean that collection is really good for you though, just because. 
a lot of that older stuff, you know, some of those things that you might not have played, you know, I don't know which ones you played and which ones you didn't, but a lot of really good first-party PlayStation 4 games are going to that PS5 collection. Yeah, the only thing that sucks for me is they're all ones that I already have, although I, it is going to probably drive me to play The Last Guardian finally. I still haven't. Um, yeah, same. Days Gone, I have a friend that's been telling me I need to play that for ages, and I know that it's an amazing game, but I've also been told that Days Gone is a very slow burn from the start. You have to take your time with it. Um, but it's also the kind of game that you can't be a completionist on, so I'm going to have to fight every bone in my body on that. Because if I see something, I have to do it. With Days Gone, you really just need to get from point A to point B and try to avoid distractions in between to enjoy that game. Yeah, yeah we had, uh, it was a while back, We had um, when we had Drake on the show a little more regularly, that's what he was mm-hmm. playing at the time, and he was super into it. Yep. So, yeah, I- I'm excited. There's definitely something there. Finally. Cool. Uh, so that pretty much wraps up the uh, monthly for the you know consoles here. Um, yeah. It, it, it doesn't wrap it up. It's going to be a huge month. We're we're well, yeah. week, we're we're less than two weeks away now. So yeah, there's going to be more that we don't know about yet. I, I I'm expecting to be surprised. I, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm excited to you know for anything else at this point you know what i mean but if you expect to be surprised then how can you be surprised because you're expecting it that's true don't fight it i'm trying not to i'm trying not so um i mean as we talk about what all is coming uh this is really the final probably the final week of the year that is going to be light on releases um we got one whole game that's coming out, and I think probably not one that too many of our listeners would be excited for. Well, actually, Although I'd love to be surprised. One of them in our one of our one in our live uh, live um, mm-hmm. stream right lobby now, lobby or whatever. Yeah, yeah he's. Uh, I know he's picking it up. Okay. Yeah, we're talking about bug snacks, dirt five. Oh god damn it! I always just want to talk about bug snacks. I know. <laughs> so uh, yeah, I mean. I would say it's kind of like Dirt 4, but newer. If sure. I had to describe it. Uh, coming out on PS4, Xbox, PC on the 6th. Uh, on the 10th, it's going to have the uh, Xbox One... Uh, <laughs> sorry, Xbox Series version. And then on, obviously, the 12th of the PS5. So, it's ready to upgrade. Just as soon as you, you know, pop that disc in the new system. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> it's still th- this game is very it's interesting because it has a really good look it looks fantastic um, mm-hmm. but it still has kind of a little bit of cartoony vibe to it yeah I agree it doesn't it doesn't stick to like hey this is not like realism like something like right. Forza it's, it's not like uh, yeah it's it's a little closer to the Forza side on this but it's sort of like halfway between Forza and like Mario Kart like yeah, there's weird it, shit going on it reminds me of um, I get the every time I see this I get the same vibe as we got with uh, what was that game Motostorm PlayStation 3 like mud racing game that came out mm-hmm. it just has that same like visual thing going on alright and that's the only big one for this week still um, you know looking to the uh 
still looking to the future of the PlayStation, uh, you know, PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series X, so you'll be able to play this there. Right. I mean, that's, I mean, pretty much true of almost everything coming out in the next, I mean, even previously. Yeah. Um, within the previous couple of weeks. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, so we'll jump into freebies as well. Um, Epic Games still hammering out uh, free games, whether you are playing them on PC or not. Um, right. As we mentioned last week, pretty good Halloween lineup. Uh, you're able to pick up um, between, uh, up until November 5th, you're able to pick up uh, Bloober's Blair Witch game. Um, and mm-hmm. as well, uh, Ghostbusters, the video game remastered. Not too bad right now. There's definitely some cool stuff in there. Uh, still, you know, focusing on the spooky. Um, we are looking at War Game Red Dragon coming uh, next week, and I'm sure they're gonna. There's gonna be probably a second title, kind of surprise announced at some point. Um, not something I'm familiar with, but it strikes me as like a semi-tactical, uh, you know, dare I say, war game. I I think you, I think you could say it's a war game. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so definitely we'll be keeping an eye on that. Um, For sure. And we'll move on to some more of the console drops as well as uh, just more of the general news going on this week. So um, similar to the one that we saw previously that was focusing on PlayStation, like, okay, here's how... You know, PlayStation, you know, your experience logging on to the PS5 for the first time is going to play out. Uh, Microsoft has done something similar with the Xbox Series X and S. Mm-hmm. God, it's going to be hellish to talk about series <sighs> yeah. all the time in the future. I really hate that. But yeah, this is what we were looking for last week, I think, when we were yeah. saying, I, I think Xbox did one. Um, mm-hmm. But I think what we had seen was kind of like a snapshot preparing for this official next-gen walkthrough. And um, honestly, like, the UI is... Ex- I think the UI is the same on the, the Xbox Ones now. Yeah? Did they They're, update it? Yeah. They've done updates. Yeah, update just dropped, um, and it's, it's it's if not the same, it's super, super similar. It's similar. So, yeah. um, it looks clean. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I, I'm... You know, I, I didn't... Um, like I didn't have, um, I didn't buy into a Microsoft console for this generation because I played everything on PC. Um, mm-hmm. So you know, I I'm probably not the person to speak to the differences, but it does look clean. Um, and everything that they were showing, everything that they were showing off in this video was, um, you know, was it was really focused on you know how uh, how is the user going to be playing. Mm-hmm. Um, what are they going to be doing? Much like that PlayStation video that we were looking at. You know, they focused on that um, uh, that little icon, the quick resume, um, that pops up in the upper right corner. Um, mm-hmm. Being able to, of course, suspend multiple games at a time and, ju- you know, jump between them. Uh, you know, if you were doing this solo thing and a friend asks you to come and play, you don't have to kill that solo game that you were playing. Right. Um which is, you know, pretty useful for those of us that are, uh, you know, for those of us that are, um, you know, do play uh, a lot of multiplayer games. Looking at yeah, like board. running um, multiple games, uh, swapping back and forth between, you know, single and uh, multiplayer. I mean, it, like, it is definitely for me, it's almost always going to be on single player. You're just going to have like 10 single player games going. 
Yeah, at all times. And I'm going to try to run some of them side by side, see what happens. Yeah. Can't um, argue with it. And they jumped into some older titles, you know, some uh, Game Pass titles that just kind of highlight the physical update of what it's going to look like in-game mm-hmm. for you. Um, I don't think they did a side-by-side or anything. Um, now, it is going to dramatically improve people that are trying to do like that occasional multiplayer. Um, right. Like For us, for example, we might be sinking hours and hours and hours and hours into a single-player game, but if one, if someone hits us up, it's like, yo, you want to do a couple of rounds of Warzone or just any other multiplayer thing like that, we don't have to go, oh, give me a few minutes to let me go save this or save my game here and get out of this. Like, no, we'll just quick resume out and jump into a new game, play, and then go yep. back. Yep. Yeah, that's, I think it's going to be a um, huge impact good. for That was the biggest thing that I did. Mm-hmm. What were you saying there, John? I think it'll be a huge impact on casual gamers more than anything. Um, quick resume is going to be amazing for that. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, but yeah, that was pretty much the biggest thing that I took away. Um, I talked a little bit about their mobile app, uh, which um, yeah, you know, just I, an improvement of the one that already exists. Yeah, I, I didn't. Um, yeah. Again, I haven't really messed with uh, the mobile app for Microsoft mm-hmm. consoles much, but. Um, looks like they, of course, are you know still focused on being able to do all those things uh, on mobile. You know, so you can download games or you know browse and purchase things. You know, even before you get home. Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah, it, it, it was it was a good in, uh, it was a good informative video. About fifteen minutes long. If you are picking one up and you want to just kind of get a good idea of what your uh, you know experience is going to be like uh you know so you're not fumbling around day one that could be a good video to go watch for sure all right so um aside from that uh nintendo did do their nintendo direct mini uh johnny did you watch this or did you just kind of catch the cliff notes at the end i i skimmed um i watched that on my phone and as soon as it started up i would just double tap Every time it showed a game I didn't care about, I would just double tap my screen to fast forward to the next game I cared about. Mm-hmm. So I did a lot of extreme skimming. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I checked this out um, for the first time uh, a little bit um, this morning, and yeah, the, of course, the thing that um, caught me the most was Bravely Default too. Yep. Yeah, definitely the highlight of the the highlight of the show. Um, those guys are making some great titles. And I actually can't wait for Bravely Default 2. Um, I just don't know how to feel about it, because that art style really worked on the 3DS hardware. But I feel... And it's not that it's bad. It's just weird seeing that art style so polished. Yeah, it does. It looks crisp. Like, the like, like the black outlines are like yeah. much darker and crisp, I, I feel like, here. You can just... Everything is kind of... Um, like contour, it's it's really interesting. Um, but we get Elvis and Adele in one game. Damn, that's true. Um, did they did, have they released the first the first one on Switch? I think they have, right? No, I think they have. No, not on Switch. First one's still 3DS oh. only. Okay. Uh, actually, the first two games are on 3DS only still. Interesting. But yeah, some uh, other yeah. stuff they talked about. Um, I know they mentioned 
the Control Ultimate Edition, which is only available as cloud version on Nintendo Switch, which is funny. Um, Hitman Three as well. Um, now the way yep. those work, I tried out. I tried to play Control. Um, it'll send you through a, a, a second browser to boot everything up in it. But before mm-hmm. you can even buy it, it makes you play a demo first to see if you can even mm-hmm. run it, which is, I think, nice. a really awesome idea. That's really smart, yeah. Yeah. Like, you can't just go, bought it. Like, no, you have to get in and play it first. And for me to try to play the demo, I booted it up, and I was, like, number 907 in queue, and <laughs> I just gave up after, like, 20 minutes. Yeah. Dude, that's not great. Just in time. Uh, um, some other stuff the they talked about... Uh, yeah, Hyrule Warriors, Age of Calamity. Yeah, they dropped um, the demo that's for the, that. the like, Dynasty Warrior style one. Um, Immortals, Phoenix Rising. We talked about Bravely Default 2. Story of Seasons, No More Heroes 3. Hitman uh, 3 Cloud, like you said. No More Heroes 3, uh, but they also dropped No More Heroes 1 and 2 on the Switch. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. That's pretty cool. Yeah, they're doing some cool stuff out here, it turns out. Yeah, like, it it was a big ghost drop for that mini direct, but a lot of huge things happened during it. Like, we're finally getting cloud games in the U.S. um, because they've had them overseas for a while now. Um, People have been wanting more No More Heroes news, and now we got it. I still don't know how I feel about No More Heroes. I love it. It looks like something I would be, like, super into. It is. But I don't know. I, I... The main it's character's weird. name is Travis Touchdown. Yeah, I, that's one of the things that's a little off-putting. Yeah, that's something I majorly do not like. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. But, uh, and then definitely. they announced some more, like, some city builders and, you know, ports. I think they also announced this week, and it wasn't during this, of course, mini, uh, but... Um, it might have been Monday or Tuesday that they're selling um, Joy Cons individually. No, I think it's a like the blue, yeah, the neon, right? The blue and the red. Yeah. So I'm watching the uh, the trailer here that we're playing. Did Travis touchdown kill Ruth Bader Ginsburg? I doubt it. I mean, I saw I a character that looked pretty familiar. I'm scrolling. I'm, I'm, I'm scrubbing right now, trying to figure it out. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. So I don't know. I try. I am definitely. I'm definitely expecting a Switch Pro or something. Still. I don't think we're hearing gonna... about that till next year, though. Yeah, I was really time. surprised that there wasn't any sort of news about that during. Yeah, this I year. thought they'd try to undercut a little bit and mention yeah. it, but. But. Probably good. Let the other consoles kind of duke it out, and then come yeah. in at the end. Uh, you guys can you know, can have time. your cute little fight, and then we'll come in and sweep up all the bills. Yeah. <laughs> when there's nothing more, then Nintendo's gonna swoop in and be like, "Hey, you guys are looking to spend money. Well, we can help good, you there. Good news for you." Yeah. <laughs> all right, <clears throat> and then uh, as well, um, play switching over to PlayStation. Um, there's a few things uh, oh actually there's now only one thing to talk about here. I was like there's a few things. Yeah. Uh, no we talked about we talked all of about it during already. PlayStation Plus. Uh, but it looks like Sony is to purchase Crunchyroll. Right. For a crisp Billy Madison. A Billy. One illy Billy dollarinos. That's 
I a lot of dollarinos. It's a dollar do or two. That's Crunchyroll's huge. Like yeah, it's Crunchyroll's the biggest anime streaming that's, platform. That's probably. massive, and Sony's already known for like super Japanese games. So yeah, let them Hear snag me. up Crunchyroll, and they're just locking into their fan base even better. So yep. I think that's an awesome move because Microsoft snatched up Bethesda, which pulls in a lot of those like Western RPG people, and like honestly, I hate Western RPGs. It's fine, um, but then Sony doesn't go after a, another like game developer or game studio they're just like hmm. hey, what's that shit people are doing when they're not playing games watching cartoon titties ah that's true. cartoon titties that's yep. what'll get you cartoon titties cartoon titties um but yeah that is, that is it that that is pretty interesting that they would decide to go that route to go like not a game route, but yeah. hear me well, out. This is also Sony that we're talking about. Not like this isn't the PlayStation division or something. This is like you know one of the largest entertainment companies in the world. Right, right. What if they did wrap that into PlayStation Plus? Smart. The smart move. Smart move. I mean, what's the membership according to this article that we're reading here? It looks like it's eight bucks a month. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that could be a big get. Like, could be. Hey, I mean, you already like, you have know, the a system lot of like, to watch uh, Yeah, a lot of <laughs> cell phone companies will do the thing now. That's like, hey, if you, you know, if you get a, you know, Verizon phone or whatever, we'll give you, you know, the regular version of Netflix for, uh, you know, eight months. Yeah. So that is a w- definitely a way to get additional buy-in. Sure. Sure. So that's pretty big news. Uh, was that finalized? Were they? You know, was this pretty much uh, a, a definite thing? So Last time I heard, it was... The, it, it was a rumor. Talks. Um, so they are... I mean, they're bidding. So, like, this could be shot down. Sure. Uh, AT&T currently owns Crunchyroll. So it's going to be a deal in... You know, entirely in the U.S. Um, Sony already owns Funimation, and you may remember... In fact, you know, the reason that we were talking about this in the past was because Funimation was being taken off Crunchyroll. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, they're just trying to get a hold of that, probably, and, you know, wrap their shit up. For sure, for sure. A smart move. Um, yeah. The other thing that, uh, you know, after watching the Xbox piece, uh, they showed off their um, integration with mobile. Uh, Sony did upgrade their and switch everything over uh, with their mobile app, and it's actually really crisp. Um, I'm not sure if you guys have seen that. Um, trying to load up a an article about that real quick, but um, yeah, it's 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 really crisp. The the app is um, it, it kind of merges everything. Previously, you had to have uh, I believe it was two different apps. You had to have your standard app where you could browse the library and you know download things to your system, which uh, was not that great. Um, mm-hmm. And now, uh, and then you had another app, of course, for uh, parties and things like that. Um, and this kind of puts all of that in one place. Um, and yeah. It, uh, yeah, it has a really smooth feature. I know when uh, Watch Dogs came out, um, put the disc. I put the disc in so it can start the download or whatever. Um, and then, uh, like, I was on lunch, so I went to go get food. 
and at the same time, I was um, punching in uh, the DLC code that came in the, right. you know, that came in the case on mobile. And then when I got back to the system, it was just a download button, and I was good to go. Yep. Um, so yeah, uh, it also gives you um, tons of news. So we use the blog PlayStation a lot. Um, that's something that's uh, added right into the um, right into the app. It has pretty much everything, you know, pretty much everything that you need right there. Um, aside from, I think, physically playing the game, which... Yeah. I'm sure that's coming. Hintity hint hint, we should get on that. Yeah. For sure. Um, but yeah, uh, I think that pretty much wraps up all of the major console news here. Um, so, uh, let's look into games. I know um, one of the bigger articles... Uh, that I think surprised people uh, was the look at Anthem 2.0. Um, yeah, so very um, Yeah, obviously, uh, you know, Bioware took the L on that one, mm-hmm. and they're like, okay, we understand um, this is definitely a failure compared to what we wanted. Um, you know, there was, I mean, there was problems basically all around on it, and it was kind of, I don't know if it was like clear that it was gonna take a dump on an arrival but it definitely was looking really rough in like the month or two leading up to it and it's like right row we're in trouble here so they're trying to pull off a no man's sky return yeah um they, so they they, they have some they kind of had a here too yeah they they went through several um major things they're trying to fix um so they're they're changing uh, how equipment works basically um you can put a wider variety of equipment on different uh, like builds, basically. Um, abilities are all unlocks and not drops anymore. I cannot believe they were drops. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, each individual uh, suit levels up separately, getting skill points. You can buy abilities, passive stat boosts. There's advanced skill trees. Um, they're talking about skill tree changes. They're talking about artifacts, items, and they're in the near-term future going to talk about um you know here's how we've expanded uh gameplay so we, we still kind of have to wait for that a little bit but um now, you know they're trying to dribble out of, of all things stories. what kills me is everyone's trying to say it's going to be like a they're, they're shooting for like a no man's sky style revival but mm. i i think that with a game like anthem what they really need is more of like a final fantasy 14 style revival like a full reset. Yeah, like, like a full rebuild. Let something yeah. insane happen story-wise that is is going to be canon that drives the entire game to just mm-hmm. change. Yeah, I think that'd be smart. Um, it, the, the writing wasn't great. It was pretty poor. Like the only, con- Especially no- considering uh, Bioware. Yeah, the only notable good thing that I can think of was um, just kind of the combat. The action. Flying yeah. was fun. Fighting wasn't too bad. Um, everything else, they should probably go back to the drawing board. Um, yeah, and it looks like they're—I mean—they're making some of these changes, and this is just some of the, you know, small things, things that you would kind of expect. Um, but does that make it kind of too much like Destiny? You know what I mean? It like mm-hmm. just—I look at this and I—I'm like, this feels very Destiny-like. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, especially with that alpha, and then like realizing the alpha was literally the entire game. <laughs> yeah, 
It's like, oh, there's not, like, you play the alpha and you're like, oh, this could be cool if they build on this a little bit. And then you realize they are not building on it at all. Yeah, there's no building to be done. That's the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. Gotta be careful with those. Gotta be careful with those. Yeah. So, uh, if you are interested, I don't think they've, um, I assume, you know, that this would have to be coming to next gen. Um, Have they announced Mm -hmm. that at all? So... They haven't directly talked about it. I imagine it'll just be one of the things where you just are expected to play the backwards compatibility. Yeah. Um, Bioware has kind of over the years gotten better with, you know, graphics and stuff, like being known to be a pretty looking games, you know? So I could see them releasing like a texture pack or something that kind of upreses to the newer consoles. Sure. I don't think they've talked about it yet, though. No, honestly, yeah, it wasn't a bad looking game anyway. Like, it looked no, fun. Right. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. All right. Cool. Um, this next one's definitely a filter cord thing. <laughs> yeah. So um, we've heard about like what was it called, the Riot Forge, where they're making like they're working with other studios to make other League of Legends, like yeah. games in the League of Legends universe, I should say. Mm-hmm. Um, so one of the the first ones of those that we're going to be looking at is coming from Airship Syndicate. Uh, yeah, Ruined King, that. a League of Legends story. A single-player, turn-based RPG featuring... Uh, basically, it's set in this one, like, piratey area of the game. Um, it's several of the, like, champions that you're used to playing in the game if you play League of Legends. Um, and that's going to be coming to uh, consoles, specifically here, the Switch. Uh, mm-hmm. Other consoles and uh, PC, obviously. That's nice. pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, branching out is... I think it could definitely prove beneficial for these guys. Mm-hmm. They, they have a good world. Um, well, it's probably the only way that they... Like, you can't really expand League of Legends yeah. anymore. So, like, yeah. the only way I see that happening is through, like, just trying to get in totally different people. Like, you know, if people like this... Um, you know, turn-based RPG that they play, they might then be like, oh, you know, I know about League of Legends. I've heard a lot about it. My cousin plays it or whatever. Maybe I'll check it out now. Yeah. I would not recommend it, but, you know. <laughs> Wait, you wouldn't recommend playing it? You wouldn't recommend anyone to check no, this out? No, it would be so hard to get into it at this point. And I, that's, like, their major sticking point, that it's insanely difficult, like, curve to, like, get into the game. Really? Um, I any kind of multiplayer thing is, like extremely difficult to get into after people have been playing it for 11 years yeah yeah I mean you're definitely going to get your ass whooped um, constantly and the, I mean the community is notoriously assholes too okay yeah no comment on how I play so yeah it's it's hard to like unless you're playing with your friend and even if you are if you're playing with a team of like you know you and one friend it's going to suck because the other three people on your team are all going to be assholes so you have to play with a team of five basically just to like just bare minimum of like not being like verbally harassed the entire time you play (laughs) it's pretty brutal not gonna lie all right well this gives everyone a chance to jump on board Um, yeah and somewhere that you don't have to talk to other human beings the ideal way to play yeah all right speaking of horrible (laughs) people and terrible communities and not being able to play a game (laughs) uh cyberpunk was delayed again Oh wow! I thought like, we were looking at the next thing when you said. Well, we've got so many things in a row that are bad. We I, I tried to like, like mid-load the uh, negative news stories here. 
Okay. Yeah. And I think it's worked. <laughs> All right. So I this was I I was just fucking completely stopped when I saw this. I was like, "Wait, mm. what?" Like that so, how does uh, that run even that make sense? Against? After the fucking game has gone gold. Done. CD Project Red was like Oh, you know how we uh, we're not going to delay the game, and instead we just made our we imposed extra work. Let's, on our let's step for no it reason. back. Actually, let's step it back. Um, actually, we're doing both. After let, let's see if we go back a little bit further, just about a week or uh-huh. two further. Um, uh-huh. CD Projekt Red said, "Sorry, guys, there's going to be a bunch of mandatory crunch," and we were kind mm-hmm. of upset about it because, like, I'm a firm believer that no job should impose that much extra work on you. So it sucks. Big up on like, that one. And, and they're like, "Oh, we have to do this so we don't delay the game." Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. We heard like six extra days worth of crunch, essentially. So um, that meant that within like the the extra week or two, they'd be fine. So about mm-hmm. a week later, they say they went gold, which was to be expected. We were kind of like, but what happened to all the crunch? How are you gold now? Have you just had to say you have to do all this crunch? Okay, whatever. It's like yeah, okay, day one patches, bug fixes. I get it, or whatever. Mm-hmm. But then, you know, after saying. Crunch is the only way that we can get this game to still happen. We can't do another delay. Crunch has to happen. The game gets delayed after going gold, which I've yep, never it gets delayed, uh, ever heard of. Three weeks. Right? So, yeah, and the craziest thing that I saw is that we're looking at this Game Informer article uh, on the live stream, and... Um, Someone asked on Twitter, hey, before I take these days off work, I want to make sure that this is not going to be canceled. And they go, yeah, that release date is 100%. They're, you know, we it is coming it out was like, in November. Yeah, he said, like, fully, what was it, like, fully confirmed. Yeah, yep. he said fully confirmed. And then a so day the dude, later. <laughs> a day later. So, the, yeah, the article that we have, like, I'm glad you mentioned it, because the article is not like, oh, hey, the game's been delayed. The article is, the developers and the community people did not know the game was delayed until they heard about it on Twitter. Yeah. Or just like the last what time. What the fuck is happening? So, I mean, literally, CD Projekt Red has just had the opportunity here where, you know, they're like, okay, you know what, we're, we're forcing crunch, we're not happy about it, but we didn't want to do a delay, and blah, blah, blah. And a lot of the employees found out that they were getting imposed crunch because they started getting harassed on Twitter about it, right? Uh-huh. Um, so it's like, okay, so maybe you guys could learn a lesson from this. And, uh, you know, if you're making, like, you know, like, release-altering decisions or, like, major PR decisions, maybe send out, like, a company-wide email, like, on Monday and then make the announcement on, like, Wednesday. You know? Just to, like, make sure that the employees that are on vacation can hear about it, right? Now, if we, if we uh, want to talk about employee communication... We could also touch on the fact that they had some rougher communication earlier in the week. Yeah. At a, at a, what kind of meeting even was it where one of the main guys talked about how crunch was necessary, it wasn't that bad, this, that, and the other with investors, and then turned right back around and issued an apology letter to the entire staff saying, guys, I know that crunch sucks, like... We didn't want to do this either. We know it's been really hard on a lot of you. A lot of you have had trouble at home because of this. I didn't want to talk about the crunch at all, but they brought it up, so we talked about it, and I talked about it in a way I really shouldn't have. (laughs) 
So, I mean, there is some weird stuff, like, the... The fact that this company is in Poland has had, like, severe impacts on, like, the ability to kind of discuss what's been going on. Because, like, so, you know, they said, when they announced the crunch, basically their defense of it was pretty much like, you know, we have to pay overtime. It's Polish labor law. We, we are forced to pay overtime, right? Any hour over 40 hours is overtime. And then, additionally, you know, there is some... Um, uh, like, they do have some percentage of profit sharing on this, so if the game does really well, which, you know, it basically guaranteed that it will, um, you know, the, the employees that had to put in this extra time will get extra pay out of it, right? But, um, so they have here, like, okay, according to Polish labor laws, leadership was not legally allowed to tell the whole team because the size of over 1,000 employees each individual would have to sign a non-disclosure agreement because otherwise, technically, it would be leaked insider information in relation to stock equity because CD Projekt Red immediately took a 25% hit on their stock price. So now um, is the I, time to buy, is what I think. Now is the time to buy because they're making that fucking money back. I guarantee you that shit. <laughs> oh, yeah. But yeah. it's like, it has made it really weird because it's like, you know, I, it's, you know, we are all in the U.S., obviously. I you know some of us have more knowledge of different places in the world whether it's in asia or europe or whatever but like it is hard to look at this stuff with a completely objective lens because it's like especially with the uh the forced uh, crunch it's like okay like poland has some strong labor laws or whatever that's fine but like the fact that cd project red can do this means that all other game companies do it because they didn't just invent the idea of doing mandated crunch right right this was so, a practice that was this is a common practice yeah. and they're just continuing it and you know they might have these stricter laws in poland and cd project red might be a nicer company in that you know they try to do a good job of you know giving you profit sharing and everything but it's uh it's still difficult, and it looks like I might just be copying uh, what Jason Schreier has said. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, but, that's um, why I wanted to. I sent you that really quick because, yeah. like, he's he's pretty much on it. Like, there yeah. was a tweet three days ago that Jason Schreier posted that said, "Imagine working so many hours that in June your studio head sent out an email apologizing to everyone's spouses slash partners because it quote." often means the devs cannot participate on the home front and then seeing quotes like this from an executive who owns 70 million dollars in stock at which point he then corrected himself and said that um that adam's cd project red shares are worth are actually worth around 300 million dollars that he looked at it yeah, incorrect that's, chart uh, previously. that's adam badowski that he's talking about one of the like major co-owners um or adam kaczynski kaczynski so there's there's a uh, several uh, some so the uh, the owners of CD Projekt Red that started it as you know CD Projekt the uh, Polish um, game translating and distribution firm I guess um, they are like one of the founders is a billionaire because of his ownership in the you know the multiple levels of the CD Projekt company and Gog and everything right so it's like you know. Um, I don't like I'm glad that the people are getting better benefits and stuff but again like something like this happens okay we've really avoided doing a third delay 
So instead we're going to do this. And then they do a third delay anyways. And then the developers that have no say on that and may not have even heard the news yet get death threats. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? It's it, it's <clears throat> just so wild. And uh, like, I, like we said, our next news story is going to continue to dive into this. But um, it is weird, too. It's almost unprecedented to hear about a game going gold and then being delayed. And they yeah. said it's because of the Day Zero patch. Mm. Is, they, is that... It's, it's on the modern... The... So they've said that... The, on PC I, I and believe on current this is right. the PC is, good. is fine. The newer consoles are the ones they're having issues with? Oh, no, no, sorry. I keep wanting to say current gen by new gen now and not last gen. Um, mm-hmm. PS5 and Series X and PC, it's all fine. The, the problem right. is making the game run on, like, the VCR Xbox One. Um, right. And, and maybe the original the out-of-box original PS4. PS4. But, that sounds like a jet engine when you play a regular Blu-ray disc. Yeah, like... Those yeah. two systems, no one should be using them anymore. Um, well, it runs like I mean, when you, I mean, we've heard some stuff about that with Watchdogs. We didn't really talk about our experience playing Watchdogs today, I guess. But right. um, you know, Watchdogs is having issues on the original Xbox One and the PS4, and in fact, even on the Xbox One X, it was overheating One X. It got patched out on day one, but you know, they were still experiencing issues on the current gen of consoles, and. Um, we're just going to continue to see that. So it's kind of the extension of what we had talked about in the past of like, okay, is there ever going to be a game that is Xbox Series X required? You cannot play this on the original Xbox One. And I know that we talked about this. We talked about it like personally during last-gen switchover um, yeah. where we're not really going to get to see the real meat and potatoes of these new games until, until they're like done caring in. about last-gen. Yep. Yeah. Because yep. every bit of the focus that goes towards the last gen titles is drawing focus away from the current generation power yes 100 i might be in a, a small group here but at this point dude if watchdog is that or watchdog sorry if cyberpunk is having problems on last gen like original xbox and like fucking ps4 then drop it on them later yeah mm-hmm. if it's if but it really is for ready later. for pc and current gen or for pc and next gen drop it on those let it go. Yeah. 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 It's it, it's definitely it's definitely a weird situation. Um, I, I like I was saying. I think this might be the first time a game's gone gold, and then they're like, "Well, let's go ahead and delay that." It's just like, wait, wait. It blew me away when when you guys what? sent that to me in the group chat. I literally <laughs> laughed out loud. I was at work. That, yeah. that that billowing ha 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 in the chat was me just cackling in a corner of the <laughs> bank I work at and then getting <laughs> stares from people because I was so like blown away but also not surprised at the same time yeah no, I know I was straight up like oh man it really it changes things kind of in a in a weird way like when you hear something's gone gold you're like okay it's done you know, here we go. There's nothing more, and now we have to go. Well, going gold doesn't mean that there can't be delays. Like it can still be delayed now. Yeah. Like it, and it sort really of makes sense too. It. Like discs at this point are really just like load triggers. Like it's not even like the entire game is installed on the disc. No. Like yeah. it just triggers you to go install it from online. Yeah. <laughs> so um, it is kind of funny that they've. Uh, I mean, this is like the biggest example of that. Like you can go theoretically. You know, right now, um, you know, some weird retailer could leak me a uh, Xbox One copy of 
uh, Cyberpunk, and it would not play. Like, it is not, it doesn't actually exist, you know? Yeah, yeah. So, it, it's kind of interesting. Yeah, it's, um, it, it's, it's definitely weird. Um, so, it looks like it's been officially moved to December 10th. For now. Yeah. For now. Um, the, of 2077. Of 2077. Now, I mean... On the upside, that does mean there's no way it's going to be part of the Game of the Year conversation for 2020. It's sort of impossible at that point. Yeah, yeah. Uh, because it's coming out, I think it's the same day as the Game Awards, right? Probably. I mean, Game Awards think... cutoff is normally mid-November to early November, so I know yeah. that Cyberpunk was really on the edge of that, when they, and that was, that was one of my big reasons for why they probably weren't delaying it. Right. But now, yeah. I guess it's just like, whatever, guys. Oops. So, so what happens... What happens if it's still not ready? The what happens thing. if in two weeks? Yeah. I mean, it for a long time, it was... And, and we've seen this time and time again. You know, just insert company name here of this company can do no wrong. And then it gets so big and then they fuck up. Yeah. happening. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, it. Uh, hopefully this isn't the trend. Hopefully they're... I mean, hopefully they're learning something with this, you know, for the sake of the next, um, you know, Witcher title or, right. you know, whatever is coming beyond this. Um, you know, I'm hopefully, still, hopefully I'm definitely still, uh, I'm still worried this is Bioware 2, you know. Bioware 2. They've definitely like not been helping me with that fear. Who's buying them? <laughs> um, EA. <laughs> Dude, that would God. be horrible. Okay. Doesn't EA normally buy them before they start to fall apart? Well, yeah, yeah. So yeah, that means so, yeah, because it's gonna swoop in right after Cyberpunk does really well. Yeah, everyone will forget about this once the game comes out and it does. Really and then well. all of the leadership will all like retire all within like a year. Yep. Yeah. Eesh. So speaking of uh, horrible <laughs> gaming community and uh, just terrible ideas in general, I feel like we're just. I feel like I'm having deja vu. We got a we got a good story in the end here, so I I definitely made sure to do that because I don't want to do my typical downer ending. <laughs> But, um, yeah, so we're going to have a, you'll, folks, you'll be happy to hear that <laughs> we're about to have a Gamergate comedy movie. You are fucking... <laughs> what a fucking nightmare. What a, it's a horrible idea. To, it's to, a to horrible idea, bad title. This is something uh, that gets brought up during the conversation, and three people laugh, a bunch of people groan, and they go, okay, but seriously. But nobody said, okay, okay but seriously. Yeah. But not only that, but um, oh, God. let me just read this, like, cursed line that honestly makes me want to just, like, throw my corpse off a bridge. Um, the script that has been described as being in the vein of Pitch Perfect, but set in the world of esports. So, there's... <laughs> Why the fuck would anybody want to see that? So, I'm reading this description from this article, it's all bad. and some of this is killing me. So, the story centers on a female gamer who quits her college esports team rather than put up with sexism from her male counterparts. I get that. Mm. That's still very common. Yep. Whatever. Get it. But with her scholarship on the line, she's forced to assemble a varsity-caliber all-women's team that can compete with the mm -hmm. boys. I'm already mm -hmm. checked out. Um, That's a bad line. And I'm, I'm yeah. kind of bummed, though, because when you scroll down a little bit further... Uh, Newman is best known for helming Fanboys, the road trip comedy yep. that featured Star Wars fans breaking into Skywalker Ranch in the and uh, and then whatever action comedy barely lethal. Don't care. Dude did Fanboys yep. and Fanboys was really cool. 
fanboys was heartwarming. It was funny. It was fun. Had a lot of people in it. This is also the first feature from BuzzFeed Studios. And I think that that alone is all we need to know that this is a bad idea. Well, there's, there's like, several issues. I mean, like, some... One of the major problems right here, we have, like... So, you know, like you said, the first line, not bad. Okay, you know, this, this uh, you know, female streamer basically is like, okay, she quits the team because she's getting weird comments or what everybody wants to, like, get in her shorts. You know, it happens. Do they wear shorts <laughs> in esports? Yeah, the, everybody e-sports has to wear... Um, it's exactly the same as the, like, female German volleyball team's outfits. And all the men have to wear it as well. Is- um I just imagine so my issue is, I, I don't know uh, what we're talking about here. <laughs> with the help of an enigmatic coach who returns to the spotlight after her own Gamergate scandal, has that happened? Has anybody that was in a Gamergate style, like, is the number one games talk show host Anita Sarkeesian? No. Is, uh, is, um, I can never remember her name because it's always weird on Twitter. Who was the main, like, trigger for... Gamergate. It was a uh, depression quest. Zoe Quinn. Is Zoe Quinn back in the spotlight and back to a normal level of celebrity? No, her life is ruined. Like she can't like have a typical address. She can't have a mailing address. You know what I mean? She still gets death threats. She still can't do events. So it's like a major problem with this is that so, you know, Gamergate regardless of whatever people's intentions or whatever, like, do I believe that there was really a group of people that really thought it was about journalistic integrity? Sure. You know, but that's really not what was happening. Like, you know, World War II was about uh, land rights or whatever, but not really. We know what it was about. You know what I mean? And it's the same type of thing with Gamergate, where it's like, how is this team, how is there going to be the only way that Ellen Page's character, which is the coach that had a Gamergate scandal and is now back, the only way that can occur is if somebody, I mean, Gamergate, it was explicitly about somebody thought that somebody was sleeping with people for good reviews. So what's going to be the thing of Ellen Page? They thought she slept with her World of Warcraft player to make him better at healing the squad? Yes. Like, it just, the the core concept doesn't make sense. Yeah, yeah. It All in all, this is just a terrible like a, fucking idea. It's the same From the ground like, grasp. It, it's the same level of, like, intellectual grasp on, like, the concept of what Gamergate is as, like, I don't know, the concept of, like, Antifa or something. Like, I can't go call Antifa's boss and tell him to stop burning the cop cars. He you know never what I mean? answers. Yeah, his phone. I have his number, but he won't pick up, dude. I think he has me listed as ugly guy and his phone contact. And his voicemail is, like, full. He never deletes anything. He did set it up, which is nice, but it's full. Yeah, I've been sending him emails, and at the end of he's putting, and your emails, your your voicemail is full. Oh, also your voicemail. Can you check your voicemail, please? Yeah. Um, So it it really is wild. It's... I mean, like, imagine... I, I think that's actually a good example. Imagine, like, right now, if somebody was, like, uh... Adam Sandler and Rob Schneider star in Antifa. Like, it's not funny. This is not something to talk about right now, dude. Well, well I mean... I would I, watch it. I mean... <laughs> I mean, I'm probably going to watch this, too, but I'm not going to be fucking happy about it. 
I'm going to be in the theater alone. The only person in the theater other than like a four-year-old girl that wants to be a streamer when she grows up and her like dad is sleeping. This is going to be I'm just sitting there with my arms crossed angry. The theater theater is going to be packed for this one. No, no, people don't go to theaters anymore, so. This might be enough to bring them back. You think so? Just to see such an absolute fucking train wreck. Wow. (laughs) Why is Ellen Page doing this? Why is she doing this? I thought she was cool. Yeah, I thought thought she was. I thought she was woke. I guess I get it. I don't know. (laughs) It's, but it is a bad idea. Maybe top, she hasn't maybe. read the script yet. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe maybe she had to do it. Because if you look at the, uh, like, you know, this is like a Hollywood style, like, magazine that we got this article from. Mm-hmm. It does mention that they all have the same representation. So maybe, like, they all have the same agent. And he was like, I'm about to make a fucking shitload of money off of this. Yeah. <laughs> good. good on him. Yeah, uh, good for him, though. Good for him. Uh, so now we have some actual fucking interesting news that I'm sure Johnny's going to be excited about. Oh yeah, this was... The, the last one was a good one for me, because uh, yeah. it's one that Nightstorm <laughs> sent me the, the... He actually tweeted at me about it as soon as it went live. Um, <laughs> yeah. I was like, wait, were we excited hey, yo, for this? Like... Uh, it, but... It finally happened. We finally got a Final Fantasy 16 info drop. We finally got some news about Final Fantasy 16 mm. more than just the trailer and it was enough to hype me up even more so I am way excited let's start with the fact that this dude on the main picture of the article looks like a fucking Final Fantasy version of Dante yeah. just big ass demon looking arm with a big sword um they gave us a lot of artwork, which is what we needed. They showed us a little bit more about the world. Um, gorgeous, gorgeous artwork. But they gave us the name of the world. They gave us the name of some of the characters. Um, and honestly, that's all I needed. I was so excited about it. Um, they broke down and gave us a little bit more depth about the world itself um, with some more details there. Um <clears throat> But we waited a long time for this, and this is a pretty quick update for us to get this information based on how recently it was they showed us the whole, like, the the intro to the game existing. Yeah. Um, but we get the main character, Clive. Um, essentially, uh, the, the, the game takes place in the world of uh, Valistia, which is uh, gotten a little bit more fleshed Dave out Dave But the Famous wrestler. The story is basically that um, what were essentially the the summons or the idolans and a bunch of other games? They're the icons in this, and they like, I guess they kind of like Naruto style live within people's bodies. Hmm. Like when someone is born, the the thing just like it, it they inherit it and it lives in them it, and can be brought out um, from them to do things. It's like the Phoenix Force. Yeah, we learned that, like, Clive was expected to be um, the Dominant, who, because that's what they're called, they're called the Dominants, Um, they have the icon residing inside of them. Uh, Clive was supposed to have one, at least it was thought that way, but he wasn't. Instead, his little brother became the Dominant, and that's kind of what we saw a lot of in that original trailer. Um, We saw Clive being a normal, squall-looking guy, um... Mm throwing hands like crazy while defending the younger brother who I'm pretty sure is the kid we saw get the blood spattered in his face when we both freaked out. Yeah. 
um, but that kid has the phoenix, I think, residing within him. Yeah, yeah, that's what it's looking like. And then they um, also showed off um, another character named Jill, Jill Warwick, um, and well, Jill. Yeah, just Jill. Like, <laughs> it's very weird. They, they. I feel like name wise, like I feel like Clive's fine. That seems like a Final Fantasy character. Yeah. Is jo- does Joshua fit? I mean, uh, Joshua fits enough in the biblical sense, so I'll take it. Sure. Yeah, but it, it literally is like um, in the world of Rathfistnalia, the crystalline uh, Elikians will use Valadasherath to destroy their enemies. This is Dave. <laughs> Meet Dave. <laughs> Dave is the what's the uh, the character in uh, fucking uh, uh, the Adaron Vashnarak or whatever. In uh, Dune. Hold on, I'm looking this up. This is funny. This is going to be hilarious when I say it. <laughs> Everybody, all the Dune heads are going to be screaming, dude. All three of them. But yeah, uh, Jill Warwick is, um, you know, the uh, Archduke said, like, hey. Franz Ferdinand? Fra- the, yeah, Franz Ferdinand. Um, Thank you. She was raised alongside the sons. Um, yes. Almost so, as like a sister at that point. Um, yeah. She's only 12 which is also weird. Like, we're seeing the crazy ages in the characters now, and as I get older, it feels weirder dealing with younger characters when, as a child, this was no problem. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, <clears throat> folks, I got it. Uh, it's the uh, Bene Gesserit Quisatz Hatterock. <laughs> Dune heads, Frank Herbert heads are screaming right now. <laughs> So yeah, looking looking at the ages, Clive's fifteen. That puts uh, Joshua at ten and Jill at twelve. Um, so just looking at you know some of the characters here, uh, I imagine Jill will be probably a healer. Does that seem about right? Yeah. If she's being kind of forced to be raised alongside them both, and the older brother Clive is obviously a badass with a sword, he's there to help protect Josh. I would assume that she's going to be there to help aid them both if anything comes down to it. Mm. So I wouldn't be surprised if she plays a big support role. Yeah. But yeah, great looking world, cool looking characters. Um, you know, we have we have our conflict. Uh, so the info. Very, very much uh, needed. I love it shining some light on, you know, what was probably out of that video, the shining star, the holy shit moment. Um, and, yeah, it, it's interesting. Is is this is this too soon, though? Um, like, we know Final Fantasy is very much known for uh, you know, taking its sweet-ass time, uh, like... I, I'm still years. expecting this game no sooner than 2022, and I'm fine with that. Yeah, yeah. I was even pushing further out. I was expecting this game like 2023. So I, I feel like they've been working on it long enough, though, and they've got enough of a source already. I, I could see 2022. I, I definitely could. Probably not early. That but... video was crisp. I will say that it looks like they have flushed this out real well but we i mean again we've seen that before final fantasy Um, worlds are fucking massive yeah yeah so still something you know to be excited for this this is really cool um really awesome looking characters with a 
Have they taken that role before with Dominant? I don't... I mean, I've played a lot of Final Fantasy stuff, but I haven't played everything. Is Um, that something that's happened before? Really? Not to the exact terminology, but a lot of other ones have similar stuff. If you look back at Final Fantasy XIII, um, you had each of the characters essentially had their own summon residing within them, and they could summon them out. So that was a really... Back then, that was a really cool twist. Um, But nothing like... I don't know, this is... This is going to be weird, the way the combat stuff set up with it, too, so I'm not quite sure what to expect, aside from the fact that I, I'm, I, they've got a Devil May Cry person working on this because of the combat. Yeah. So I'm very excited for that. It looks like it changes their their form, just like, you know, they trans, like they basically just, like, morph into, uh, you know, whatever the summon is, but it also looks like it can just alter their physical form. Yeah, like, you could summon it, like, it can get summoned out and, and battle on your behalf, but it can also, like, just kind of... Enhance I, I want to say, like, Naruto it again, like, crazy oh, yeah. stuff happened in Naruto with, like, the, the beast residing within people. Um, we see the similar stuff in that main artwork of the Dante-looking dude in the front who has um, Ifrit living inside of him. Yeah. Yeah, that's super sick. And again, we know this game's going to be rated mature. We know that from the trailer we saw. <laughs> from the first, from the first minute of that trailer, just you, you the blood out. shower on the ten-year-old's face was <laughs> was all right. Oh, please go watch that trailer if you haven't seen it yet. Um, but yeah, so you know, ending on uh, a good note there. Um, I, I can't wait to hear more about this game. Like this one's definitely uh, like up there for most anticipated after we finally get Cyberpunk or after we've finally stopped giving a shit about Cyberpunk I think this will come out before Cyberpunk you've what? I think this will probably be out before Cyberpunk at this point I don't know (laughs) I don't know not with Final Fantasy's track record god that's brutal it's it's like watching two turtles race I don't know, man. The, the The biggest Final Fantasy delay we had wasn't really... It was because a game got literally spoken about way before it should have. Right, right. And that, it like, wasn't a delay. Year, it was just, why were you talking about this? They gave us, like, what, a 13-year gap? Yeah. Oh, my God. And that was also I, uh, Kingdom Hearts' fault. Mm, that's true. Yeah. And then that game felt like it came out kind of half-baked, too, so personal opinion but yeah that is the show Uh, thank you guys for joining us Um, if you get the chance as always head over to facebook.com backslash mammoth games inc check all the top news and video game stuff there as well again follow us on twitter at mammoth games inc so you know when we go live and do junk just like this Um, but uh, for mammoth games inc I'm one of your hosts Nightswarm I'm Filtercord and I'm Johnny Riot have a good one